Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Luke Cartman Show. It's good to be back here with you all. Uh, before we get started, subscribe to the Luke Cartman Show on YouTube, listen on Spotify, and follow me on Instagram at Luke Cartman and at the Luke Cartman Show. Um, I got to tell you something. I am sick and tired of people talking to me about crystals and healing crystals and moonstones and who gives a fuck. Since when did we all become so gullible? You know, I was talking to this chick a while back and, you know, the first time we ever spoke and just out of nowhere, she goes, do you believe in crystals? There was no warm up. There was no lube, no nothing. She didn't even ask what I did for a job before she dropped that line on me. And I said, no, I don't believe in crystals. They're fake. And she said, well, how do you know they're fake? I said, because they're made in a factory by some parcel making minimum wage. Enough. How damaged are you? How damaged did we all become? The crystals are a thing. If healing crystals are real, then we don't need the NHS, do we? Fuck hospitals and nurses and doctors. We got crystals, bitch. Go and see Karen around the corner. She got some crystals. Don't worry, you got shot in the leg. It's fine. We'll rub some moonstone on it. Who cares that you got attacked by a Rottweiler? And you were at risk of having your leg amputated. We'll throw some amethyst on it. Who cares? We got crystals, bitch. I mean, what are we talking about? And I got to be honest, this happened a few times to me where, and obviously this happens on Tinder, you know, the great place that is Tinder. You know, you find people on there sometimes who want to chat to you about crystals. And I just start arguing with them about it. It is a dating app, but it's kind of, it's a place for me to argue at this point. You know what I mean? Because, you know, I'm just, I'm kind of done with the fucking around thing because this is what happens. You know, when you're single and you're just, you're out there doing your thing, you bump into some crazies who want to talk about crystals. And that's how I know that this ain't going to work out. As soon as it was dropped on me that, you know, do you believe in crystals? And they're sending me pictures of crystals. And I know it's over. You're not going to be the mother of my child. We're not going to get married. It's over. What did you think was going to happen? You know, and ladies, if you listen to this, because I know I do have, you know, women listeners, which is bizarre to me. You know, it's 60, 40 men to women, which is crazy. You know, here's some advice for you. If you've just started talking to a guy, I mean, within a 24-hour period, don't bring up crystals because you're going to lose him straight away. There's no, you know, if you do believe in crystals and that is your thing, you know, wait until you're about five years into the relationship before you start bringing it up. You know, if you own crystals, hide them away. Find it, put a safe in the wall and hide the crystals in there. Don't bring it up within 24 hours of talking to him, you know. Now, if you're extremely hot, he might let it slide, but it's, it's a big ask. The, the crystals, the psychics, the tarot cards need to be thrown in a bonfire. We need to get them out of our lives. The only crystal I ever want to hear about is you smoking crystal meth in an alleyway. 
That's exciting. I can get on board with that. I won't be so quick to dismiss you. If you, I would honestly rather a chick who smokes crystal meth than one who believes that they heal you. That they're good for your soul. That you don't need medicine. You don't need shit. Like a moonstone. You know. I don't know what happened to this planet. I really don't. You know. Now, maybe they were, you know, fucking around with healing crystals and all that type of spiritual stuff back in the day. And by back in the day, I mean, you know, thousands of years ago. But I mean, in today's world, where we know that they're fake, why do we still use them? Why are the psychics still earning a living? Why are the people who do the tarots still earning a living? I wonder, is it because we're damaged? We're damaged goods, as they say. You know, everyone's got issues. Lord knows, everyone's got issues. You know, I have issues. I also have daddy issues, like many of these women, but I don't turn to crystals. I turn to comedy. I turn my pain into comedy, into laughter, into entertainment for the people. I don't start praying to crystals, thinking that the crystals hold the key to your life. And that without them, you're nothing. It's not true. The power is within you. Some of you, not all of you, many of you, you know, if you believe in crystals, you are on a bad path in life. I'm just going to say it. You know, it's true. If you believe in crystals, it's like a religion for you. If you are an enthusiast of the psychics, if you see them on a regular basis, you see a psychic more than you see a family. And I get that. I would rather be around the psychic than my family. But it is a sure sign that you are on a, on a terrible path in life. I can pretty much guarantee you that there are no successful, extremely wealthy, let's say multimillionaire people who believe in crystals. You are destined to be on job seekers allowance for the rest of your shit life if you believe in crystals. I've had enough of the crystals, people. It gets me emotional. What happened to us? You know, what happened to the times where there were no crystals and you would get laughed at for it? Nobody believed in them. You were like, you were considered a witch. It's, it's witchcraft. It's voodoo. It's black magic. It's Satanism, kind of. But of course, like, I have only really met those women on these dating apps. Tinder, mainly. You know, when I was using Bumble, I got to be honest, there is a big difference between Tinder and Bumble. Listen, if you're single out there and you're looking to get out there, maybe get into a relationship, or even if you just want to mess around, uh, it's important to know the difference between Tinder and Bumble. I have experience with both. And from my experience, Tinder is where you find the crystal lovers, the ones who have some serious mental issues. A lot of them just want to have fun. You know, it's what it is. 
But then Bumble is the one where you're more than likely to find a relationship. The women, listen, if you're a woman, listen to this. The men, they're more sane. People seem like they actually have their shit together on Bumble, to be honest with you. Tinder is doomed. Especially now. Like, Tinder's been out for a while. So, if you're getting into Tinder this late in the game, there's going to be some issues. There's going to be some daywalkers on there. You know what I mean? It's, and what was my point then? See, the crystals got me off. Maybe if I had some crystals right now, I could gather my thoughts together properly. It's fucking, I've had enough. I really have. I will disown people if they come up to me and talk to me about crystals. Friends, family, enemies, neighbors, I don't care. I will never get into a relationship with someone who believes in crystals. Trust me. I've cut off multiple women for it. I'm like, oh, no, we're done. What are we going to sit there and talk about? I would much rather, okay, you know, sit there and watch some reality show that she loves, The Housewives, whatever. I would much rather sit there and watch that and enjoy that shit than they tell me about, you know, about how, you know, she had, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know, chlamydia. And she rubbed the crest on it and poof, gone. I would much rather, that's insanity, you know? Speaking of chlamydia, I got tested recently, all clear. I couldn't tell you how happy I was to see that, you know? It's important to get tested regularly. It really is, especially if you're out there on the dating scene, you know, if you go out on the town on the weekends and you fuck around, maybe you do a little blow, you get drunk, whatever it is. You know, if you're, especially if you're lurking around on Tinder, especially if you're out there playing that game. If you're out there on Tinder and you're, you know, you're putting, you're putting, in, putting in the work, you're fucking, you know, you're putting up some numbers, then you need to get tested. You know, I got tested recently. I was, there was no symptoms, but it's important to when, you, you know, you're fucking around with these strange women because that is what I attract. You know, it's not what I'm into, but it's what's into me. And I was like, I got to get tested. So I got tested for everything. Chlamydia, gonorrhea, all that shit. I even got a blood test to see if I had the HIV or AIDS or whatever the fuck, HEP, all that shit. I wanted to know for sure. And all clear, boom. I was so fucking happy because, you know, excuse me. I briefly spoke about on the last episode about how, you know, I got drunk and ended up with a Scottish chick, you know, doing less than an hour and, you know, next thing you know, we're doing the no pants dance. And I was like, I got to get fucking tested. That's wild. You know, if she was willing to do that, you know, after not really knowing me, then who knows what she's up to. Well, listen, I ain't mad at her. She's having fun, living a life. I don't care. I appreciate that. But I had to do the right thing and go and get tested. And I was sitting there, you know, it's very weird when you walk into a clinic. It's like, it feels dirty, I think, because you know what people are, are there for. You know, I'm sitting in the waiting room and I'm like looking at people coming in and we're all just kind of like got anxiety and we're looking at each other thinking like trying to guess. Like I was trying to guess what people had just by looking at them. Just to see what kind of vibe they had to see, right, this was got chlamydia, 
this on my Apple Watch to just try and like figure it out. And you know, something like uh, Bargain Hunt was on the TV there and like, uh, it was just weird. And I'm sitting there and you got called in and I'm like, oh fuck, here we go. You know, still anxiety because you never know. Even though I had no symptoms, you can still have something and not have any symptoms. I was just scared. I was like, fuck, I just, I hope I haven't gone enough and I've got to be on antibiotics and all this shit. And, you know, go into the room, blah, 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 take some details. They asked you some quite crazy questions. Um, there was one where, you know, she's filling out on the paper and she's going, uh, are you in a relationship where you're being beaten? Um, have you been in a relationship where you've been beaten? Like, you know, she's like throwing domestic violence. on me. I'm like, no, everything's okay. I'm just here, you know, pissing a tube take my bloods and that's it. What's with the fucking questions? You know, I'm surprised you didn't ask me, do you believe in crystals? Um, and you know, then the things, pissed in the tubes, I that uh, the bloods, which, you know, I hate needles, but I was like, I gotta do it. You know, cause I, I just like, I'm not that type of person, but I wouldn't be surprised if I was like the first case in history to have, you know, the HIV, you know, I would just wouldn't be surprised if I had the HIV without doing any HIV activities. And then uh, took all that, left, and they said, right, within I think three weeks you'll get your results. Uh, but if it's any if it's anything serious, then you'll get, you know, the results a lot sooner, and we'll give you a call. So I'm like, oh fuck. So you know, for the next few days, I'm like, Jesus, you know, just anxiety thinking i hope i got enough i'm got nothing and got a text message no infection all negative i was like yes but i was like reading into the text message thinking fuck well what if it means this and this and all clear thank the lord you know especially where i'm on tinder messing around with these women these crazy women you know a lot of them from the valleys too which you know a lot of my america listeners won't understand that reference of girls from the valleys. Uh, but in Wales, you know, I live in the city in Cardiff and there's areas in the valleys like Caerphilly and Rhonda and Pontypridd. And the, the American equivalent of that would be just like women from the countryside. And they're enthusiastic. There's not much going on up there. There's barely any internet connection. And, you know, they're enthusiastic. And uh, listen, I respect that. I'm not having a go at them. You should fuck loads of people. You should have a good time. You should get drunk and enjoy yourself. You should do all these things. Uh, and there's consequences that come with that. And I was honestly surprised that I got away clear, but I'm all clear. I'm looky all clears, looky negatives, looky no chlamydias, you know? So when I went and got all this testing and beforehand, I was saying to myself, Regardless of the results, whether it comes back, I've got something or I haven't. I think my days of just fucking around on Tinder, doing this and doing that, I'm kind of done with it. And when I say kind of, I am done with it. Um, it was kind of a wake-up call to, and I listen, I don't try to get serious here, but it was kind of a wake-up call to fuck this Tinder shit off and actually start looking for a relationship, something serious, because it could be, it could be hard work. 
just hooking up all the time. It is fun. Don't get me wrong. I do enjoy it. I like being single. I like having my space, having my freedom. I get to do whatever I want. I do enjoy that. Um, so I'm not bagging on that lifestyle. I enjoy that lifestyle. But I have to be honest, and I have spoke about this a couple of times on the podcast over a few, over a few episodes. I really am serious about getting into a relationship and building a life with someone having a family you know i don't know about getting married you know who knows about that but like building a life having something serious something consistent because i don't know it gets kind of boring and contrary to popular belief i am actually a relationship person i really am you know, even though my longest one has been a year, what can you do with it? That just, you know, it didn't work out. But after being single for a while and living that lifestyle, I've got to that point now where, you know, I'm 27. Listen, I'm not in a rush to have a family and get married and have the house with the picket fence and all that type of shit. But I am at a point in my life now where I would rather that, you know, there is a, there's a calmness I've noticed to being in a relationship when you're single, it's just kind of hectic, you know, when you're like, right, I got to meet this person. I got to meet this person, you know, um, you know, you're throwing your game all the time, you know, yeah. You know, spending a fuckload of money going out for meals and all that type of shit. It's just, I don't want to say it feels empty, but it kind of does. It kind of is. It's not like, it's not as rewarding. And listen, relationships are also tough. They can be hectic. They can. But I feel like they're more fulfilling than, you know, just hooking up with Scottish birds, risking the media. You know what I mean? So that's honestly where I'm at in my life right now. I am going into relationship mode, hoping to meet a nice woman and start a relationship and see what happens. And listen, it might be one or two ones that don't work out before I even get to that one, but I'm honestly just at that point in my life now. I'm 27 years old. You know, I've got some things going for me. You know, things could be better, but I'm not complaining. You know, very lucky to be here. I'm just, I just wanted to, uh, you know, yeah, that. Um, <laughs> but uh, let's get into some new stories to change the subject a little bit here. There was a really funny news story that I saw the other day and it just kind of shows where we're at in society right now. Uh, a man was arrested because he allegedly threatened to blow up a local McDonald's after they failed to include dipping sauce with his chicken McNuggets order. 42-year-old Robert Goldwitzer Jr., that's definitely a white guy, phoned the restaurant on Saturday after realizing his order was incorrect. Goldwitzer is alleged to have told the restaurant that he blow up, blow the place up and also made a reference to punching an employee. He was charged with a class D felony for making a false report of explosive or incendiary device. So this fucking guy, he's from Iowa, which I'm not really sure what part of America is. Maybe, I don't know, Wisconsin or some shit like that. Uh, he was arrested. He threatened to blow up McDonald's because there was no dipping sauce with his chicken McNuggets. I mean, talk about fucking issues. Who does that? 
There was no dipping sauce with his chicken McNuggets. I mean, this is what McDonald's has done to people. It has fried them completely. Talk about deep fried nuggets. They deep fried people. I mean, who does that? I mean, the guy was, you know, says he was alleged to have told the restaurant you blow the place up and made a reference to punching an employee. So he's like, listen, I ordered the McNuggets. Where the fuck is my dipping sauce? If you don't bring that dipping sauce here sharpish, I will punch you in the face. And I also have a device nearby. I mean, he threatened to blow the place up. How serious is this fucker? You know, he must be fat as fuck. Like he must only eat McDonald's to be threatening terrorism for no dipping sauce. I mean, but fair play, he made the fucking, he made the news. But I mean, you're 42 years old. Listen, McDonald's is cool when you're a kid. You know, it's cool when you're drunk after a night out. But I mean, to be in your 40s, still eating McDonald's, ordering chicken McNuggets on them on their own. Can you go to a local supermarket, get some nuggets there, put them in the fucking oven or deep fry them, whatever it is you fucking idiots do? No dipping sauce. This guy. I mean, the, the, the balls to call them back after he's realized there was no... Don't you have sauce at your home? If you're in your 40s ordering chicken McNuggets, you have condiments at home. You got ketchup. You have something. This cup of tea is lovely. Um, I mean, how wild is that? He made the reference saying he had a, a, a device nearby. Like he had them cornered. Like there was a red dot on a McDonald's employee. The things people will do for dipping sauce. Absolutely wild. But this is where we're at in, in the world. And he was charged for a fucking class D felony too, which I don't know, is he going to do time for that? For making a false report like that? I mean, I hope it was worth it, Robert. You know, um, I don't know. I just thought that was an interesting story that a guy would go to those lengths for someone fucking up the order. Um, here's another new story, which is wild. Florida woman confused to find one billion in her bank account that wasn't really there. Uh, Florida woman, Julia Yonkowski, went to the Chase Bank near her home in Lago. And she, when she got her bank receipt, it said 999 million, 985,855 and 94 pence was in her account. She says, oh my God, I was horrified. I know that most people would think they won the lottery, but I was horrified. I mean, no shit. You just go to the bank, you know, maybe you deposited, you know, your welfare check and you're going to withdraw it from the account, you think, you know, it's going to be like, I don't know, a hundred maybe in there. And it's one billion. I mean, I definitely wouldn't be going to no news companies with that information. If I found one billion in my bank account, I would, I would probably go and find somewhere quiet to sit and kind of just take it all in. Like, how the fuck did that happen? Like, she... 
it says that it was in your account, but it wasn't really there. Like, how does that mistake happen? If I, if there was a billion in my bank account, I would just try and withdraw it straight away. Good Lord. I would be, I wouldn't know what to do if I just went to my bank and I found out there was a billion in there. I probably would just sit somewhere quiet and think of all the things I'm going to buy. I'd probably leave the country. Lord knows I want to leave this shithole. You know, I'm thinking about, speaking about leaving this shithole, I'm actually thinking about, you know, getting some Airbnbs, like going to like different places, probably different places in Wales, just different places in the UK, maybe in Ireland, Scotland, England, wherever. And spending some time there, getting away from everything, getting away from the city, having some peace time, healing myself without crystals. And I don't know if you can do this, but I want to record podcasts at these Airbnbs, you know, maybe get like a nice, you know, mansion-esque type of Airbnb, spend a couple of hundred, stay there for a week or so, and just do a live show, record the podcast at these Airbnbs. And, you know, it could kind of be somewhat of like a series, you know? There'll be historical moments in this podcast where I do podcasts at Airbnbs. I think it'll be fun, you know? Um, what are we talking about? Um, I lose track sometimes. It happens. I, like, it's really hot inside. I'm drinking tea. I got juice. You know, I lose my train of thought sometimes. It happens, people, but welcome to the show. Um, there was a really crazy news story I wanted to get into, the kind of... Here it is. John Butler, 84, has attracted millions of views on YouTube and more than 120,000 subscribers of his philosophical videos about life and meditation. The softly spoken ex-farmer became an unlikely YouTube star when an interview he gave in 2016 became popular with the online autonomous sensory meridian response community. ASMR. That's like that. That's like those people who get like, you know, if they hear a sound of a trumpet, they get a fucking orgasm. Like sounds make them go wild. And this guy, 84 years old, he was a farmer and he would just make videos about life. Now, listen, if you want to take life advice, you know, from a farmer, you go ahead. You probably believe in crystals. That's the path you're on. If you believe in crystals, you're eventually going to bump into a farmer who tells you how to live life. And this guy figured it out. Millions and millions of views on YouTube. 120,000 subscribers. That is wild. And you know what that shows me? And what it shows the world? That you do not need to be talented. You don't. In today's world, it almost goes against you to be talented. It is things like that, like a farmer with a cool voice. He becomes popular. Millions of views, thousands and thousands of subscribers becomes a star. Now, is that really a talent, having a cool voice? I don't know. It happens in today's world. A lot of people who are not talented figure it out. Whatever it is. You know, being good, you know, it can work out for you. But I'm, I'm talking about, like, what works in today's world. It's things like this. 
I mean, at 84 years old, he became, and, and they say it's accidental. It ain't accidental. That's the, what's the word? That's the landscape of what it is. You see like these TikTok videos and these pranks and, you know, people get millions of views. So like opening up a package, what, like, there's something to be said for that. Like when I posted that clip, for example, about the Eurovision Song Contest, that Italian band main skin with being accused of doing coke. I put the clip, it was a reaction. Uh, the clip I put out, I mean, I titled it as like a reaction video. And that got the more, the most views out of anything I've ever done. It's people like that stuff. Reaction videos, box openings, this, this. And it's absolutely wild. I mean, fair play, John. You fucking figured it out. I'm trying to figure it out. I wish I had a cool voice and I could give you philosophies on life and have millions of views. I mean, I kind of give you philosophies on life, like how to ruin it and stuff like that, but it doesn't get fucking millions. It's wild, you know. But uh, I'm feeling good, you know, for the past few weeks now. I've been doing a pescatarian diet, so make no mistake, my shirt is going to be coming off soon. Give it a couple of episodes. I'm going to be fucking ripped to the gills. You know, I've been cutting out dairy, you know, which has been hard. You know, I do enjoy a bit of cheese now and then, every now and then. I had to cut that shit out. Been eating a lot of like fish, like bassa, yellowfin. You know, I have been fucking around with chickens. So it was not completely pescatarian, but I'm trying to do it. You know, now I haven't really felt any benefit from it. So maybe I'm wasting my time, but I refuse to go full vegan. I refuse. I'm doing vegetables. You know, I'm drinking a lot of water and all that type of stuff, but I don't know. I'm trying to get shredded right now, especially if I'm going to be going into a relationship. I need to be ripped. You know, so I'm exercising, then I work out this morning, done my push-ups, my sit-ups, lifting the weights, doing the lunges. I'm looking lunges and trying to figure out, but it's, uh, it's one of those ones where I think diets, it literally just depends on what fits with you. Like some people, they can eat a fuckload of chicken McNuggets and they're fine. They don't put on a pound. You know, some people can eat some quesadillas and, you know, they blow up, you know, the beer weight, uh, that hits quick. I've noticed when I have like a couple of Heineken's on a weekend, you know, I start putting it on. And no more, I'm doing somewhat of a detox from booze now for a couple of months, take it all off. And uh, that's that and that's that, you know. Um, I want to get into one of my favorite segments on this show. One of your favorite segments on the show. Everyone's favorite segment on this show. It is questions from the internet. Da, 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 da. Question number one. Do you think it's okay to lie in certain circumstances? Absolutely. It's, it's okay to lie to strangers to make you sound cooler. There is a value in lying. You know, obviously don't lie to your friends and family. Well, you can lie to your family, fuck them. But yeah, it makes you sound cooler. In those circumstances, if you're talking to a stranger, lie to them. Who cares? Tell them you exercise and you don't. Tell them you have a better job than you actually have. Tell them you're a multimillionaire. You know, you can create a fake life. I lie to taxi drivers all the time, especially if they talk. If they don't talk, I don't want them to talk. I want to just get in the car, take me home. 
That's enough. Put the radio on if you want. Let's not have a fucking conversation here. Because these taxi drivers, they come at you. They tell you the whole fucking life story in the 10-minute journey that you're on. I don't want to fucking know. I don't care. I lie to them. If you say, oh, what, uh, you know, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a real estate agent. Another one goes, oh, what, uh, so, uh, you know, what do you do for a living? I work in finance. I work for an insurance company. I'm a physical trainer. You know, I just lie to them. Just, you know, if you have a shit life, not much going on. You're not that interested. Take this and use it. When you take taxis or when you take an Uber, lie to them. Give them a fake name. Tell them, you know, that... What else could you tell them? Tell them that, you know, you've just... Last night you was out with a celebrity. Make up a celebrity. Tell them, you know, your third cousins with Beyonce. Tell them that, you know, you just went to the pub and got drunk with Conor McGregor, you know, your friends, whatever. Just lie to them. If you want to sound cooler, lie to them. Oh, listen, lying, you know, it's, it's, it depends, right? Because if you're like, if, there's difference. There's white lies and then there's bad lies. Like, Lying to people that you do something else for a living or that you exercise, and you don't, that doesn't hurt no one. They walked into it by asking you those questions to begin with. They should be minding their own business. They should be driving the car, taking you where you need to go. So yeah, it's uh, definitely okay to lie on circumstances, in certain circumstances. Yeah, do it. Lie to taxi drivers, lie to strangers, who cares? Uh, next question. Would you rather... Go to an amusement park or to a family reunion. I would rather be strapped to a roller coaster, sent through the air at high speeds, and for the strap to come off and for me to shoot into the air and die. Then go to a family reunion. There is nothing worse than a fucking family reunion. No one wants to be there. No one likes each other. No one cares. And listen, I hate roller coasters. They, they scare the shit out of me. They do. I don't like heights like that. I don't want to go and fly through the air. I've been on like maybe one or two roller coasters in my life, and they weren't even bad ones. Like, there's levels to this shit when you go to an amusement park. You know, there's the super scary ones, and the ones where you're like, yeah, it's fine. You know, there's a little bit of speed to them, but they're not, you know flipping you in circles and around the corner and all that type of shit. You don't feel like you're going to lose your life. But there's ones that you do. I would much rather be strapped to one of those things and sent flying through the air than, you know, spend five minutes at a family reunion. Truly, I would rather be shot into orbit. I would rather be a guest on Jeff Bezos' new Shepard rocket and risk my life being taken by getting shot into space than spend five million... Five million? Spy five minutes with these pricks. For real. And listen, most people will probably agree with me on that. You know, I don't know. Probably most people, well, I don't know, actually. I was going to say most people probably have good family reunions, but I don't know. I really don't know. 
But no, fuck family reunions. I would much rather go to an amusement park and risk my life, for real. Uh, next question. Uh, what always sounds like a good idea at the time, but really is? Uh, what always sounds like a good idea at the time, but really is? Uh, for me, getting blackout drunk. At like, you know, and it's like midnight, you're blackout drunk, you're like, let's take this shit to the next level. And then you end up with some Scottish beard in the house and then, you know, you risk getting STDs. That usually sounds like a good idea at the time. Yeah, let's just get wasted. Let's have a look what's going on on Tinder. You know, the next thing you know, you're walking home at six in the morning. You're still drunk. You're like, oh my fucking, what happened? What happened? I was minding my own business. It seemed like a good idea at the time. You know, getting white boy wasted. You know, that's the thing with me. Like I start, you know, I have a couple. Then it's just like, there's a moment. It's like, it's weird because it's like the world almost presents me with a choice. It's like, right, you can take it easy now and nothing will happen. You know, you'll remain home. Everything will be okay. You know, you'll wake up in your own bed. Everything's going to be fine. Or you're going to have one more, which is going to lead to two more, to three more, et cetera, et cetera. Then you're going to end up in some stranger's house and you've got to work up, walk home early hours of the morning. It's going to be bad. You know, it, it, it always happens like that. It's, it's like I'm given an out when I reach a certain level of drunk and I never take it. Never. I'm like, fuck it. Let's go all the way. And yeah, and it, it never works out. Well, I mean, it kind of does. It works out a little bit. Like, I mean, you know, I get to hook up and have fun. But I mean, it's, it's always the same story. The next couple of days I'm fucked. And I'm like, I shouldn't have done it. So yeah, getting blackout drunk, probably white boy wasted. Uh, always sounds like a good idea at the time, but really is. Uh, next question. Could you ever go out with someone just because they're rich? Absolutely. Absolutely, I could go out with someone just because they're rich. Who cares? Most people in, in the world may never see a hundred grand in their life. May never. Or you could take a different approach to life and fuck your way to the top. Am I wrong in saying that? People have been doing it for centuries. What do you think gold digging is? You know, gold diggers are like, listen, I work in a call center. Things ain't going too good. I maybe take home 1500 a month. You know, life is shit. I got to put my boss, you know, trying to hit on me all the time. You know, fuck this. You know, I could either start an OnlyFans account or... I could use my looks, get into a relationship and fuck my way into a six bedroom house. I don't see the problem of that on any level, whether it's a man doing it or a woman doing it. I don't see the problem. If you want a gold dig, gold dig. You're both winning in that situation. You know, and obviously no one wants, you know, to feel like someone's being with them just because of their money, but just because of their money. But I mean, if you're not particularly good looking, I mean, it's just a lesson for life. If you're not particularly good looking, you have to look at what you are good at. What, you br what do you bring to the table? Like, I'm not the best looking guy in the world. 
the things I bring to the table is I have a dream. I'm a comedian. I'm funny. You know, I'm passionate. I can provide. I can protect all that stuff. You need that. You, you have to bring something to the table. Now, if you're not good looking and, you know, you're rich as shit, that's what you bring to the table. You bring money to the table. And if someone wants to be with you because of that, so be it. What's the problem with that? You know, I could do it for a bit, live comfortably, you know. People look at you like you're, you're gold digging. Who gives a fuck? I respect the gold digging. I respect people who can make money any way they can, you know. So if you want to gold dig, go ahead and gold dig, you know. And listen, there's a lot of gold diggers on Tinder. They just is. I've almost got a trip by a few of them myself, you know, so... Yeah, I could go out with someone just because they're rich. And I know that sounds insensitive and shallow and you're a prick. It's, it's, it's what it is. Most people feel that way too. You know? So, who cares? <laughs> Next question. What's the biggest personal change you have ever made? Um, biggest personal change I ever made. Um. I would say, fuck, that's a really good question. Probably getting out of a life that I was involved in when I was younger. Um, you know, trying to do the right thing. That's really the main, I think, personal change I've made and way that I've tried to live my life uh, for like 10 years now is no matter what I want, what is the right thing to do? You know, I tried to, I've tried to do that and I still, you know, I don't always get it right, but well, you know, when I was younger, it wasn't that it was just, I would just do what I want and didn't really care who it hurt. Uh, I just, you know, I just had blinders on almost like I just didn't give a fuck. I was an idiot when I was younger, you know, hanging around with different crowds and, you know, when I was like 13, 14 years old, I, I remember s sitting in court, you know, because of, you know, I won't get into all of it, but, you know, allegedly someone got robbed and me and my friends were implicated in it. They were like, you know, we had to do an ID parade and all this type of shit. I remember being a 13, 14 year old kid just sitting in the courtroom. Things could have went so differently for me. Honestly, and I, I had to get fucking, like, I had to get like this, but they really could have. I could have ended up in prison. I could have ended up dead. And I know that sounds dramatic, but it is the truth. I could have ended up on such a bad path. And I was extremely lucky to get out of it. And I don't take that for granted. Um, and getting out of it, you know, it... It motivated me to never, ever go back to that shit. It really did. You know, I got arrested a lot when I was young, you know, public, all this shit, you know, being a dickhead to police and all that. And, you know, being like 13 and I'm in a cell and, you know, my mother's got to come and see me in there. I mean, it's, it's horrible. You know, but I never really thought about it all the time. I was just kind of stuck in my ways. You know, I'm, I'm a kid. I didn't know any different. And as I got older, you know, more life experiences and learned a lot more. Um, it's always just been about trying to do the right thing, regardless of what I want. 
you know, I don't know. It's weird. Um, what's the biggest personal change? Uh, I suppose just that, yeah, the direction that I took my life. I took it in a completely different direction than what it could have been. It's, it's weird because when I talk about it, it kind of sets in a little bit more. Uh, but, you know, thank God I got out of it. Very lucky. Um, so, yeah, I would say that. Turn my life around. Uh, and I'm trying to do the right thing. Uh, next question. Do you have any nicknames? I got so many nicknames. I like to make them up. It's one of my favorite things to do is like make up these nicknames. Like I've got ones like Duke and Luke the Duke. And I like making the ones up like Lukey Lunges, you know, Lamborghini Luke, you know, Lukey No Chlamydias, Lukey Push-Ups, Lukey Sit-Ups, you know, Lukey Loafers. Uh, I love doing it. It's, it's just fun. I do it to other people as well. Like you take like their first name or even their last name and you just, I don't know, just random things like plant-based, plant-based Luke, Lukey plant-based, Lukey candlesticks. Um, uh, what, what's, what's some more? Lukey baguettes. <laughs> it's just funny to do. You could try it at home. Do it with yourself. Take your first name or your last name and just add random like objects or things to your names like I don't know, play along at home. It's really fun to do. I do it. I've been doing it for years. You know, the people at work, my friends, my family, just people are just, it's just funny to do. It's almost like a cheat code in a way. You know, uh, let me try and think of some more. Uh, Lucky Bamboos. Uh, fucking hell, what's some, what's some more? It's hard to, now I'm on the spot. It's hard to f- figure them out. Uh, what's the other one? Lucky Fuckface. Uh, Lucky Shitbags. <laughs> Loki reloaded. <laughs> it's just funny to do. Um, what's some more? Uh, Loki gold digging. Uh, fucking hell. Uh, Juki jumpers. Juiced up juke. Um, Loki blueberries. Loki cinnamons. Um, it's just Loki curtains. It's just fucking weird. <laughs> like. Uh, Lucky Juice Juice. Um, uh, fucking hell. Give me some more. Um, I can't even think of them in it. Lucky Caffeines. Caffeine Cartman. Um, what's my Lucky Loafers? I already said that one. I don't know. It's, it's funny. It really is. It's just fun to do. So play along at home. I should probably do that for each episode. Just come up with some funny nicknames to do, like. So yeah, I've got, I've got a million fucking nicknames. Lucky business. Um, yeah. <laughs> Next question: How often do you order takeaway? Never. I never order takeaway. Um, the last time I was involved in a takeaway ordering was I was seeing a girl a few months back. She wanted to get McDonald's. We were drunk. It was late at night. I think I told this story before. She ordered McDonald's. I was like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? I never eat that stuff. I was like, when in Rome? And I sat there and ate it with a fork because I refused to eat it out of a brown bag like some animal. Um, yeah, I never order takeaway. I don't. You know, it's, when you order chicken from a place, it's, it's a pigeon in breadcrumbs. Um, 
the chip's dirty, you know, the styrofoam thing. You know the drivers, you know, pick out of the food when they're on the way. You know they do. I would do it if I was delivery driving, you know, Uber Eats and all that shit. I would have a couple of chips here and there. Who cares? But uh, I know that. So that's why I would never order it. Um, and they, like, give you attitude as well. Like, you know, if you don't tip them and stuff, it's like, guy, you, you, come on. You can tell I'm poor. You can tell I can't afford this shit. That's why I'm ordering takeaway. Um, yeah, no. It's just, like, I'd rather go to a place, like a restaurant, than order a takeaway. Some Chinese takeaways haven't been bad. Like, I used to eat them quite a lot when I was younger, but I'm trying to reverse all that shit. Trying to reverse the takeaway damage that was given, like that was done upon me. Um no, Dom, not even Domino's. I wouldn't order a Domino's to my home. It stinks. It smells out your whole home. Uh, it's, it's glue. Don't feel bad after it. You definitely ain't fucking after, you know, six slices of Domino's. It ain't happening. Um, so no, I don't order it often at all. And I know in relationships, ordering takeaway is a thing. You know, couples like to indulge in a takeaway because you can't be bother cooking. Fuck that. Fuck that. I will cook. You know, no matter what state I'm in, I'll, I'll, I'll cook. Save your money. You know, have a better experience. And, you know, listen, I got shit free in McDonald's. I think it was a Big Mac and chips. I got shit free eating on a plate. I put my own dipping sauce into it. That's fucking mayo. You do it yourself. You, you can never... They give it to you in a, in a brown bag, and it's like that weird foam, styrofoam type of shit. You never eat it like that. You never stoop to that level. You always add someone extra. If you're at the McDonald's to your home, this is what you do. Say you get a Big Mac and chips. You get the Big Mac, you get the chips. Maybe you order yourself a large Coke also. You take it home, get a plate. You get some cutlery. You add something else into the Big Mac. Maybe you put your own, uh, I don't know, cheese in there. Maybe you have a slice of bacon. You put that in there. You get the Coke. You get a glass Coke. Don't eat it out of the fucking cup. Eat it out the cup. Don't drink it out the cup. Edit that out. Uh, you don't drink it out the cup with a straw. You pour it into a glass. You put ice cubes in it. You dope it up. Add your little own, add your own flavor to it. You know, maybe you put some seasoning on your fries. You never just have it. I'll they give it to you, please. Um, so no, I don't eat takeaway often at all. Uh, next question: If the series finale of your favorite TV show was about to air and your biggest crush texts you asking the hookup, what do you do? So what you're saying is I got a choice between my favorite TV show, the series finale, or my biggest crush, you know, giving me some ass. I mean, are you nuts? Of course. You hook up. A nerd wrote this question. You know, would you rather watch the last episode of the Game of Thrones? You know, oh fuck. I mean, what's the matter with you? And I know some people would, you know, rather watch the last episode of the Game of Thrones than fuck, than get their fuck on. And that's your problem. You're too invested in TV. Go and risk getting an STD. You might never get this opportunity ever again. Your biggest crush, you know, wants to hook up. No worried about fucking Peaky Blinders. Who cares? Stop. I'm going to fuck what's on TV. If my biggest crush is, you know, 
let's say, I don't know, let's say Beyonce somehow has my phone number and she texts me and like, listen, you know, Lukey Longshong, let's hook up. I don't give a fuck what's on TV. What's the matter with people? The fact that this is even a question tells me that people have chosen to watch the series finale of their favorite TV show. It's wild, this world we live in. Um, so, of course, I'm hooking up. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Uh, next question, and the final question from the internet. What does it mean when we think about someone else while we are having sex with our partner? It means you want to fuck other people. But of course. Now, I know that like some people, they like to role play. You know, you know I'll dress up as whoever and we'll pretend to be these other people. That's different. But if you just fuck yourself when you think of them, like no matter how hard you think, you know, she's not going to turn into Megan the Stallion. It just, uh, unless you really close your eyes and try and focus on it. it uh, but even then, it's not the same. That means, that means you want to fuck other people. Now, I guess it depends who that someone else is. Now, if it's a celebrity, then I kind of give that a pass. But if like you're fucking a girl and you're thinking about a friend, that's completely different. You know, and if she's doing the same, if you're thinking about people that you know, it is a problem. You know, start the clock ticking on when someone's going to cheat because it's going to happen. You know, if you're thinking about a celebrity, someone that you're not likely to meet, not likely to hook up with, then I don't see the problem with it. It doesn't mean that, you, that you're not attracted to the person that you're having sex with. It just means, you know, you have an imagination for a reason. Why not? Why not do that? I don't see the problem with it. Come on. Ease up a little bit. You know, especially like, you know, if you're not great looking, you know, I, I'm sure your girlfriend is, you know, imagine Brad Pitt instead. And you shouldn't be upset by that. You're not Brad Pitt. Let it have fun. It should be the same both ways. You know, uh, who cares? But it definitely means that, you know, if, if they are thinking about someone they know, they want to fuck someone else. But also, who has ever, like, just admitted that? Like, if you ever gone up to your girl, or she ever come up to you and be like, do you know what, last night, you know, I was thinking about Leonardo DiCaprio. You know, and you, like, I get why you would be pissed off, but you can't be. You're not Leonardo DiCaprio, and you never will be. You know, you went on the Titanic, he was. You ain't the wolf of Wall Street, he is. So... I mean, who cares? Uh, and that was questions from the internet. Da -da 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 oh, this was a fun episode, man. I want to thank you all for joining me. Uh, I hope you're all doing good. I hope you're all wearing protection. If you're out there on Tinder, make sure you get tested regularly, you know, and just have a good time. Enough with the crystals. If anyone wants to talk to you about crystals, get the, get the fuck out the way. You know, don't get caught in that crystal crossfire. You know, you Get out, okay? Um, what else was I going to say? Uh, yeah, subscribe to Luke Carmen Show on YouTube if you haven't already. I'm at 69 subscribers. And to be honest, that is not acceptable. I should at least be at 100 by now. Uh, you don't need an account. You literally just type in your email address. You subscribe to Luke Carmen Show. It's like following me on YouTube, basically. So do that. 
share the podcast with your friends, tell them about it, you know, share it with your friends, your family, your enemies, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whoever, your neighbors. Uh, listen on Spotify if you want to listen to the audio only version of this podcast. And follow me on Instagram at Luke Cartman and at the Luke Cartman Show. I'll be back with you all soon for another episode of the Luke Cartman Show. Take care, everyone. Peace.